Welcome to another edition of the Go Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Uh, I wanted to do something on the undrafted guys out of... Uh, this year's class from Florida State, but I, I'm just be honest. I I hope all those guys have long careers in the NFL, but I'm just gonna be honest. I I really only think one or two of them realistically has a shot to to have a long long careers in the NFL, and I'm not gonna say any names, but that's just my opinion. It's uh it just wasn't a great draft class for Florida State this year. I mean. You know, thank God we had Jermaine Johnson to get drafted in the first round. Just, you know, just to put a bright light on the program. Um, I mean, you you just would have never thought that when we got back to the mountaintop in, in uh, 2013, 2014, that just seven, eight years later, we will be, you know, worse off than we were during the Bobby Bowden down years. I, you know, but... College football is such a different game now. Um, it, it, it's, I mean, you, you don't even have to go back 20 years. You can just go back 10 years. You can just go back to 2012. And football, college football is just the whole landscape of college football has changed to where, you know, now I guess athletes have always gotten paid, but it just, with the advent of NIL, I mean, it's just, I, I love it. Personally, I don't think there should be any restrictions. I think if 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 USC wants to offer a receiver at Pittsburgh a a, a bag to come to USC, well, what's the problem? What's the problem? Okay, Pittsburgh, you don't have no money. That's the name of the game. So I, I love that these guys, these young men, are getting getting money. They they put their safety in jeopardy for entertainment for a game. And I understand it's their choice to play the game, but still, I think they should get something. I don't think it should be a limit. If a booster wants to pay a a, 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 a player a million dollars to come to the school of his liking, the booster's liking, and the kid wants the money to go there, what's the problem? Um, you know, the NCAA and all these schools – they're making billions upon billions, man. So, you know, just for the players to get like a fraction of anything, I love it. It shouldn't be any restrictions. Um, it's, it's, I wish Florida State could find a a big-time money booster. Um, I really wish they could. Um, you know, this program would be a lot better off for that, um, with that. Um I think in short order, you're going to see Miami come back. I don't think they're going to feel the team as good as their last national championship team, winning national championship team. You know, that's one of the greatest teams in college football history. But I think they can. If, I need Miami just to put a corral, a blockade around South Florida and keep Clemson out of there. Um. Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, keep those schools out of South Florida. That's that's the only I don't really hate Miami. Okay? 
I hate the Florida Gators, but I don't really hate Miami. Um, I just need them to get get on their stuff and, you know, keep those schools out. I think you got a coach in Cristobal who can recruit. And, um, you know, I think they're going to be all right. Um, Florida, I don't know what, I don't care what they do. Okay. But just giving them some respect, Florida is a destination. If you have the right head coach, I don't think Napier is, is the guy. I could be totally wrong about that, but in my gut, I just don't feel like he's the guy. I think he's going to have one or two years. If he does good, then obviously he'll get an extension. But if he goes like five and seven or four and eight, you're going to be looking for another head coach. Uh, FSU, man, who knows? This, This is really a very important season for Mike Norvell. I mean, you can't really use COVID as an excuse now. And you you just have to get out the gate fast. You know, you can't look sloppy against Duquesne. Um, and I don't really expect you to win the LSU game. But you just, you need that Notre Dame type effort from last season against LSU. And, you know, if we get lucky and beat LSU, I mean, we in the game. But we 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 got a long way to go. We got a lot of work to do between now and Labor Labor Day weekend or whatever it is. Uh, we know LSU has some of the best facilities in the country. Believe it or not, that plays a big role in how these guys get ready for games. So um, I think LSU is gonna win it probably twenty four to seven. I, at the end of the day, I just feel like, you know, they have better athletes. I hate picking against my boys, but I am realistic, okay? Um, I don't want to go too far down the prediction road because I want to save that for later on a later episode. But we, we got a lot of work to do. We got, a, we, you know, we got a lot of things that we need to accomplish internally as a football program to um, get back to where we want to be and that's number one in the country you know in the in the running for one of those playoff spots and i i think eventually they will expand the playoff i just think it's too much money on the table not to expand it it's just too much money and if you're gonna have if you're gonna have one group of playoff teams playing on say the uh, ESPN and then you have a bidding war for the other part of the playoffs say west or east whatever and that's just going to bring in I mean you you know all these networks are going to go crazy to try to get that and it's just going to bring in so much money so the playoff is just going to I mean it's, it's, it's too much money on the table for them not to expanded and they're just trying I guess they're just trying to find a way that 
I don't know. It just does it so it won't look like a SEC invitational. But whatever amount you spend, expand it to, you're going to get more SEC teams in there because football is primarily a Southeast United States sport. I mean, you can talk about the Big 12 and the uh, other parts of this country, but the heart of football is the Southeast. I mean, I mean, anybody you ask anybody anywhere and they, you know, it's it's the southeast, man. This we produce the most NFL players by far than anywhere else. The southeast is where it's at. So, you know, it, it, if it, if the playoff does expand, it's going to it would behoove them to put more SEC teams in there. And I hate the SEC for the record. So. Um, I, I, you know, I, but I, I just, I keep it real and I just, you know, the SEC is the daddy and you just got to give them credit where credit is due. Um, you know, I, I just, I want to see the day where another conference gets two teams in there. I don't think we'll ever see it. I don't think you'll see two. You definitely, you will never see two Pac-12 teams get in there. Um, maybe like if Ohio State and Michigan go to that last game of the season, and it's a, yeah, both teams are undefeated and they're both very good. I could see maybe both of them getting in because of historic prestige and just the name and the the um the brand um but the 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 college football playoff is about you know getting viewership it's about getting sponsors and you know I don't I don't think you're going to see another group of 5 team get in there I was surprised they let Cincinnati in there I really was um I didn't really think they stood a chance but you know, I know this is the Gold Nose podcast. I'm supposed to be talking about Florida State 24-7, but I like talking about other stuff when it comes to football, college football, pro football, uh, playoffs. So, you know, I got to change it up a little bit. Um, DeKalen Brooks gets a free agent, undrafted free agent, thing with uh the Washington Commanders. So I'm glad he gets a chance and hopefully he can make the best of it. I hope they all make it though. And uh I'm not a hater so you know especially when it comes to Florida State, but you know like I said I like to keep it real on this uh this podcast. Um you know we've had a lot of attrition. We've had a lot of additions. So I just hope these last few scholarships, they use them wisely and add some guys that can actually help. Like, don't just add a guy to add a guy. You know, actually go get somebody that can, you know, help us this season. That would be awesome. Um, I'm really, I, I don't think Mike Norvell is on the hot seat per se. But I think his seat is getting warm. Like, you you got to you got to have a winning record this season 
five and seven ain't gonna get it this year. We really need to see like a quantum leap in in terms of wins. Like I would love to see eight and four. I think that's realistic. You know, if you can whatever you did after the O and three start, you need to replicate that every game uh going forward. Um when this next when this season starts in what well, is May, June, July, August. I mean, it's gonna be it's basically right around the corner. So whatever you did during that, you know, those final eight, nine games, you need to try to replicate that from from the very beginning. And hopefully you'll have more success. Um I think he's a good coach. I think he uh, is is very smart, and I just hope it can translate to uh, the win column. Another thing that really irks me about fan bases of college football teams um, in this country is, uh, you know, the number of guys drafted from their program, like, I understand taking pride in your favorite team and all of that, but to me that's not really a bragging point because it's it's a lot of schools that have a lot of draftees from the NFL and they go to the league and they don't do nothing. So, I mean, to me, the the big if you want to really brag about, you know, what your school has done as far as the NFL. I think you you could say like Super Bowl wins or Hall of Fame or um, things of that nature. Um, you know, were they a great player or whatever? Just getting drafted. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's 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 a billion men in this country that would wanted to play in the NFL, and it would have been an honor to get drafted. I'm not trying to take away from that. It would be a tremendous honor to be drafted to play in the NFL. And, um, but I really don't think from a fan perspective it's, a, it's something to brag about. Because, it's, again, it's not you. If the actual player was like, okay, I did something that, you know, not many people can have done, then I, I'll, I'll, I'll accept that from a player, an actual player. But from a fan, I don't really think that's something that, you know, to me, that's going to impress me about your program. If you want to talk about championships, okay. If you want to talk about All-Americans, okay. I mean, what they did at the college level, that would impress me about your team, Um so, and I said that because I, I follow a lot of stuff on social media when it comes to college football and, you know, different groups on various social media platforms. And, you know, you just see these things. And I don't brag about that stuff. Like, you know, the national championships for Florida State, once they win them, I, I take a few months. All right, we won the national championship. Then it's like, let's win the next one. How do we stay relevant? How can we how can we parlay this into multiple top five recruiting classes? That's that's what my thing is. I, I'm not going to sit here and be like, 
a certain fan base and be like, well, we got five national championships. Five is greater than three. Like, it's the past, man. You know? It is the past. And, you know, if your team hasn't won a national championship in like 30 years, I mean, there's nothing for you to brag about. I don't care if you make it to the college football playoff. If you don't win it, okay, second place, first loser. And a lot of a lot of fan bases don't understand that. They think just having a winning record, having a great recruiting class means something. If you if your team is not competing for a national championship, it's I mean, it's a moot point. That's I mean, that's the ultimate goal. And I know college football is kind of weird because it's more about making the money than it is winning games and winning a national championship. It's 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 a business and they try to pretend like it's not a business. And and that's what really irks me about college football. It's a business. It's a billion dollar entertainment business. And they just try to pretend like, oh, student athlete, student athlete. And then these guys start getting a little slice of the pie. And then, oh, we got to put regulations in. We got to put guardrails in. Like, let these let these guys get some money, man. Okay, if 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 businesses and corporations and whoever, as long as it's legal, that's that's my thing. And they pay their taxes just like everybody else. I don't have a problem with it. But and, you know, I'm I'm not want to throw out the race car, but you the majority of the players getting money are black. And, and 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 if in my opinion, if the majority of players were white. You wouldn't be hearing this. You know, Archie, Arch, excuse me, Arch Manning, wherever he goes, he will saw he will sign the largest NIL deal in history. Guaranteed. I don't have a problem with it. I don't. And I promise you, when he signs that largest deal in NIL history, you won't hear one complaint about it. But let the black equivalent signed that same deal. And and you you you'll hear, you know, people from the mountaintops. Oh, we gotta put regulations in. We gotta put guardrails in. So this whole thing is messed up. I you know, my wish and hope is that just one day that college football, power five, FBS will just break away from the universities and just have and just make it what it really is, a minor league system. And then these guys can get paid, it can be legal, and then you don't have to go out to go through all this uh illusion like, you know, either way, if it's legal or not legal, these guys are gonna get paid. Okay? Your boy Jimbo said it on on uh TV a few months ago that NIL deals were happening before NIL. It's going to happen. This is this this stuff has been happening since the beginning of time. Players getting paid to go to university is not going anywhere. So my thing is you know, just regulate it. You know, but don't say you can only make this amount of money. Let a player 
earn his fair market value. That's all I'm saying. Don't sit here and say, well, the cap is a million dollars. If 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 a big time corporation wants to pay a guy 20 million dollars to go to a certain school. OK, I don't again, I don't have a problem with it. But, you know, like I said, I feel like most of this stuff is coming down because a certain type of athlete is getting the money and that's it. If another certain type of athlete was getting that same amount of money, it wouldn't be a problem. So, you know, I could talk about this all night, all day, but I'm not. So I'm going to end the podcast right here. Thank you for listening. I appreciate your support. Uh, I love I love doing this, man. It's 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 uh it's uh it's a hobby. I love it. Um, it's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Um, again, thank you for listening. I appreciate your support. As always, go knows.